Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, I am joined, as always, by Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Watch. Hello, everybody. Hello, listeners. We were just talking about Goatsy. You guys remember Goatsy? That that was funny. Yes, it was was a trip. Not the Goatsy. It's just Mike's story was funny. Yes. And I'm joined (laughs) by the Mysterious L. Nice Cox bros. It's me, the Mysterious L. Yeah, that's right. You were expecting me to say something about the beautiful babies, but instead I jumped in there with the nice cock bro. Well, someone's feeling really good about that right now. Someone was feeling a little bit down about their cock, and then you just said nice cock, bro, and they're like, you know what? Things are looking yeah, up. Nor- normalize complimenting your bro's sweet package, you know? If it's worth I- noting, it's worth complimenting. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, but yes, hello, my beautiful babies. It- it's me, m- m- the-, the mystery L. Feeling kind of kind of, spicy and punchy today, probably on account of that I've had a lot of coffee. Ketcha! I'm all caffeinated, baby! <laughs> I'm currently drinking coffee. I made it right before we went on because I was running a bit late. Yeah, that that that, that <laughs> is a hilarious soundbite because you couldn't have sounded more like Dario. You're just like, I'm currently drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, it's a real pick me up. <laughs> uh. And I'm smoking. I couldn't be more like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I mean, the, the classic combo, dude. Right? Like, you know, it turns out that there there is just something about drinking coffee and smoking. I just like it when my mouth feels like an ashtray. 
you know? I think First thing in the morning. I, honestly, I thought you were just going to kind of stop at feels. Like, I just kind of like it when my mouth feels. And I was going to be like, yeah, True. dude, I kind of, dude, I, I get that. <laughs> See, now you're kind of right, actually. I do like it. Yeah, I mean, like, look, I, I wouldn't be nearly as fat as I am if I didn't like all of the process of eating. It's not just about, like, like a taste and then, oh, my tum-tum feels full. If that was it, I mean, that'd be easy to manage. But, like, dude, the, <laughs> the process and, like, the, the, the texture of it and the swallowing of it and stuff, it's just, it's just so fun. And I guess that, apply, that can apply to a lot of things, too, including sexy time. Oh, <laughs> if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> You know, you are not incorrect. But, that is a fact. Yeah, dude. I mean, although, yeah. Uh, you know what? We don't need to go down that road. That's not the, This is not the podcast for that. We that would mm-hmm. we would need to say that for like our sex positive like sex therapy podcast where we were also just a comedy show that was totally yeah. not. We're, we're totally not therapists. <laughs> yeah. yeah we're, we'll save that for Hell World After Dark. That will be our. Uh... Oh, my God. Hell World After oh, dude, Dark. That, 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 dude, now you're, now you're talking about bonus content I can get behind. Let's, let's mm-hmm. talk about real shit. <laughs> Let's talk. Yeah, let's talk, talk about, about all the cool sex stuff conservatives are afraid of, and also things that they are kind of into. Because sometimes you know you'll see sexual health being promoted uh, by like some of the Turning Point USA women because they do like kind of wellness podcasts sometimes. And some of the shit they get into, I'm like, is that safe? You know, they do. They 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 tackle like sex and health education, but from a really really skewed standpoint and i think that could be an interesting conversation to be had and it could get into some spicy territory yeah so if if our our beautiful babies out there are just so horny for it uh let us know maybe maybe hell world after dark hell world after dark (laughs) we'll have like we'll have a special we'll have like how the jfk one has a special intro we'll do a hell world after dark one (laughs) (laughs) dude a long time listeners of the show know that we're absolutely shameless here we don't give a fuck no. Uh, the, the, only, the only reason, if it seems like we have shame, it's just because we prefer to sort of at least try to stay relatively on topic, despite the fact we've carved out some time during every episode to talk about whatever the fuck we'd like. <laughs> and then eventually... We are punk, so we, we have no shame. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I... I feel like I, I, I'm, I'm too receptive to the idea of selling out to truly be punk. I'm like a punk ally. I'm like, yeah, rock on, <laughs> be punk. But if somebody comes up to me with enough of a bag, I'm just like, all right, punks, see you later. I'm out. Like, <laughs> I'm ready for comfort. I'm ready to be comfortable, baby. <laughs> like, so, you know, in, in so much as I, the, I believe that to be punk, you really have to not be rece- that receptive to the idea of selling out. I prefer not label myself as a punk ally. I'm like, I'm right there with you. But I don't have it in me to actually be 100% committed to the cause. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm weak. You I'm committed to the cause up until you. the moment I get the bag, at which point I am no longer with the cause. <laughs> yeah, but just think about how much good I could do with the bag. I am the one person in history that will not let money corrupt them. I will do mad good with it. <laughs> Nobody's ever had that line of thinking before. Mm-mm. So the, the thing is that some people out there doing good work with their money, they're just doing it like mad quietly. Like, didn't Jeff Bezos' ex just like immediately just start like fire sale giving away her money as soon as she got it? Like, uh, you know, I'm sure there are people out there who are doing a ton of great charitable work with their money. But at the end of the day, it's just like, I don't know, a billionaire? Really? You, you can't find a way to get yourself under that billion? Like, just be a just be the top level of 100 millionaire and make sure that anything over the billy gets, I don't know. Billionaires that are currently listening to this podcast, please fund the pod and also please fund your local art scene. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. 
<laughs> channel some of your billions of dollars to make us millionaires, which will make us rich. And then again, I'll prove it. We'll prove it. We'll be the first good ones ever. Here we go. <laughs> Time to be good mm-hmm. and rich. Yeah. If you get rich enough to, you just have influence upon your local politician because they're weak and they're spineless. So just flash that dollar dollar bills in front of some of them and just, and then tell them what to do. Well, our elected officials are supposed to be like the best of us, right? Yeah. What what I love about every, every <laughs> political corruption scandal, the dollar amount is so insignificant. It's like, really? It that's is. all it takes to buy one of these people? That's that's terrible. It's like when you, when you hear these like true crime podcasts or whatever, where it's like some dumb idiot gets caught on a hot mic t- talking about their plans to get their wife assassinated. It's just like, all right, 2500 now. 2500 when it's done. It's like $5,000? Are you out of your fucking mind to kill someone? Like, get the fuck out of here. What? <laughs> oh, I remember, yeah, I remember some true crime pod where, I don't, I don't, it was like a show where like this guy had his friend, they were all old. It was like, old dude wants to kill his old wife, so he gets his old friend to go over to kill her. <laughs> and it was like for peanuts, he offered the guy like I don't know, like five hundred or a thousand dollars to go kill his wife, and the guy was so inept at it that she ended up killing him in self defense. And then afterwards, uh, then the husband got arrested. And then she sued her husband for five hundred dollars. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, after her husband went to jail for trying to kill her, she was like, "I want all your assets, all two thousand dollars of them. Thank you. They are now mine." Yeah, I mean, again, like this, my my price is like pretty high relative to the the willingness I put out there to to sell out or whatever. So the the idea that you would take some sort of like small bowel amount of money to to take someone else's life is insane to me. Yeah, but yeah, I guess we do, I, I guess we do have military, and they just like pull a regular ass salary to do it, like in numbers. You know, there's a there's a guy there's a guy fucking rocking a minigun like on the side of one of those Black Hawk night helicopters. It'll just destroy a whole fucking village and that'll be that and then he goes home and like he's just like ah time to cash my paycheck and he's like oh sweet 80 grand (laughs) (laughs) well the the other thing is that at least that guy is doing that without the threat of prosecution i mean that whole thing about someone offering me five thousand dollars to kill somebody it's like a i don't want to kill anyone and b I can go to jail for life because I'm not very good at murdering. I don't know that I can do this and get away with it. I'm probably going to screw it up and I'm going to get caught. So, I mean. I don't know, Mike. You're a pretty bright dude. I'm willing to bet that at some point over your life, you've had you've had the thought. I've had the thought. We've all had the thought. You could do it better than the rest of these chumps. Like, you've se- at some point, you've seen, like, a true crime thing and you're just like, that guy was a moron. He was like, I can't, this is, like, I don't know, that was where he fucked up, you know? I could probably do this a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've never known anyone who wasn't just, like, like, like generally bright and just, like, you know, the, the same sort of people who are always trying to, like, who, after you're done playing a board game, want to talk about the mechanics of the board game. Those sort of people, I feel like, see these true crime things and sometimes they're just like, bro, here's how I would have done that, and it would have been clean. <laughs> <laughs> And does that make us bad people? Absolutely, we all suck. Everybody is the worst. But the we we manage. We 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 soldier on because uh, trying to you have to really really you have to really really elevate yourself to the top of badness to get on the radar of a bad human. All all of our internal impulses are just so negative. Pretty much, the fact that society works at all is kind of a miracle. 
because it means that, you know, like, I wouldn't say that everyone's inherently good or anything, but I also would say that generally, as a society, we've managed to put a real, a pretty good mask over it. I think it's mostly just that people just want to get through the day without any shit happening to them. And we've just created this social contract where it's like, please don't touch me, especially don't touch me violently or aggressively, and everything's going to work smoothly. And since we've all kind of agreed to that level, then we're we're pretty much good. And that's that's basically the moment where we actually created society, where we just like stopped like just punching and groping each other whenever we got into each other's line of sight. And just, everybody, yeah. everybody should have to like put on a VR helmet at the very least to simulate waiting for like a public bus in a major metropolitan city. Like, because you, that's, that's really throwing yourself into the uncomfy fire. There's like people, there's constantly people around you. And a lot of them are willing to like get in your personal space or talk to you when you don't want to. And uh, I feel like people could really use that training. Cause like, it's just, it's just a good way. It's, it's like, you know, having to work food service or retail or whatever. It's just like, it does help you be a little bit more cognizant of just like the, the, the social, the social underpinnings of our society. Yeah. Oh, you, you don't know how the world works until you've seen a guy literally threatened to go to the gaming commission. Cause he got screwed out of a $10 bet in blackjack. It, I mean, it is just, like the the things that set people off in this world are truly incredible. It is uh, a rich tapestry of humanity that I've that I've engaged in in my life in casinos. Yeah, you, you haven't you haven't lived until you've experienced the thrill of being a captive audience to a lady desperately begging you for a Nintendo Wii that you don't have and telling you all about her child's cancer. <laughs> that was an incredible day. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so goddamn dark. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a good one. Uh, she's just like, oh, you know, the cancer's so bad. He just wants a wee. And I'm just like, dude, like, I get it. Cancer's the worst. I don't have a wee for you. I mean, and I'm not Sandy Claus. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the wee is not here. I do not have one. Uh, sucks about the cancer. Also got nothing for that. But I am 22 or whatever. <laughs> like, please, please stop talking to me. Please, yeah. please just leave me alone. This is so awkward. <laughs> there is nothing worse than I have that. to go ruin somebody else's Christmas. That Christmas was the worst, dude. Everybody yeah. wanted the same thing, and there was none of it. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Being a captive audience is the absolute worst, and it is just my job has made me a captive audience for decades now. So it's just like, yep. Time to hear about your bad beat story. Yep. Time to hear about how like the Obama and the Democrats are going to destroy America. Whatever, whatever it is, I have to just sit here and nod and smile politely at you, old white man, as you piss and moan about some plight that has befallen you, be it be it in the casino itself or in your life in general. And it's like, yeah, sorry to hear that, sir. So. Uh, yeah, at least our at least our audience could just stop fucking. They're not captive. They could just check out whenever we get boring or we start talking about something incredibly weird. Or they can scroll yeah. forward. Or they can rewind if they need a run back. If they're just like, "Wow, really need to hear that opinion again." What a hot take! So brave. Yes. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's move on to our our first actual segment for the show: the Abu's Boosh. It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the Amuse Boosh. Donald Trump got punitively pounded 
in his uh, ongoing uh, case, or like you know the 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 ripples of the of the case uh, against was it E E Carol King J Carol E J yeah. Carol King J Elvis. Yeah. What's her name? I could I I could never get it right. It's like Arl Stein. It's like E Jane Carroll, I believe, is her name. There we go. Close enough. I at the very least, I pass the ball over to Mike. So if he fumbles it, that's on him. Uh, yeah. Way to go, Mike! <laughs> <laughs> or congratulations, Mike. One of the two. Yeah. When Haley jumps in with the real name, I'm going to feel so bad. But uh, like, um, I'm sorry. It's like Eugene Carroll, isn't it? I, yeah, Haley doesn't know either. Despite the fact, I just I don't. I saw her scroll of the internet in, in the reflection of her incredible glasses. I'm not looking at this story. This is Mike's story. I'm looking at my story to make sure I have the facts before I go up. You know, I don't want to flub. You know, so this is we're a very professional podcast. Everybody loves this part of the show. Yeah, where the, we the, the, yeah, the part where we talk about the, the the how the sausage is made, <laughs> but the sausage isn't even real journalism because we're a comedy show. Anyway, mm-hmm. Donald Trump owes. That person, whose name we probably got in all of our guesses, uh, a huge sum of money, with possible more money to come. Uh, and for more of that, I will, of course, turn it over Eugene to Mike. Eugene Carroll. There yeah. you go. Nailed Eugene it. Carroll. Yeah. So, um, first try. Yes. So, Trump was, Trump had, he had already been found guilty of sexually assaulting uh, the woman, and now he was being sued for defamation where he was insulting her while he was president. And this was, again, a uh, this was a damages hearing. Trump had already lost by default judgment. And the jury came back and said, uh, b- between the punitive damages and the damages to uh, her reputation, the total sum came out to about $83 million. And... Auga. Yeah, and the best part about, and the best part about this is is that at the start of this whole thing, she asked for a five million dollar settlement from Trump and his lawyers, and Trump and his elite team of lawyers were like, "Screw your five million dollar settlement, we will re-raise you an eighty three million dollar settlement." Okay, Mike, but it is important to note that one of them is pretty hot, and that was all anybody seemed to care about. So, bully for her, she was hot. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> those, sorry, those, those tweets were truly something. Yes. Uh, yes. Miss Habba, the lawyer for Trump that had, didn't actually do uh, like courtroom law, she uh, she managed to screw this thing up really badly. And the, the, the funniest part about all of this is watching QAnon and right wing grifters everywhere saying, oh, this verdict is ridiculous. It'll be overturned on appeal. There's no way this, this travesty will stand. And Actual real lawyers have said that Habba's work in the trial was so terrible that there's really no grounds to appeal because basically when you're in a trial and you're like, you know, you're going to lose, but you want to make an appeal, you work hard to say that the judge is fucking something up somewhere in some way. So like, so when the, the prosecuting attorney or the plaintiff's attorney is like, I want to introduce this piece of evidence into the record. You announce an objection and then the judge overrules you and then they put the evidence in the record. And then on appeal, you can say, the judge got that wrong. The judge should not have allowed that evidence into the case because yinana, yinana, yinana. But pretty much every piece of evidence that the plaintiff's lawyers wanted to put into the trial 
Habba was like, no objections. That's totally cool. Put it in there. You got it. Whatever evidence you want to present against my client, I'm cool with it. And that means that the whole basis for an appeal is taken away because at no point during the trial did you say, yo, judge, you're screwing this up. You are making a terrible mistake that is unacceptable. And the judge is like, it's my courtroom. I can do whatever I want. And then you go to the appeals court and you list off the litany of things you objected to and goes, these were mistakes. This was a horrible screw up by this dumb judge. And then the appeals court goes, you're right, smart lawyer. Uh, um, Like verdict overturned or whatever. And then you go, yes, I won because I'm a good lawyer. And Habba did exactly none of that. So there is no appeal like really possible because there's no grounds for it. And on top of that, Trump would have to like pony up a ton of money to show that he's capable of paying off his settlement in order to be able to secure the appeal. And as a lot of people have pointed out, our alleged billionaire of a former president probably doesn't have a lot of money handy to do such a thing. So in every way, shape and form, Trump is screwed on this $83 million uh, verdict. And the the fun part about this is, is this is not the worst news he's going to get this week because Literally any minute now, he's about to get hit with uh, the judgment against him for the uh, Trump uh, business fraud uh, scandal um, that, again, they defaulted and lost already. And the judge is supposed to walk into the courtroom any moment now and tell the uh, tell Trump how much Trump Corp owes the state of New York and if Trump Corp will be dissolved in, in the eyes of New York. So just winning all around for our beloved former president. Just a great, great couple of days for him. Uh, I'm sure that the the spin on all this stuff is going to have to be uh, legendarily savvy. Uh, just kidding. I bet they're just going to be like, rigged, it's rigged, everyone's rigged. They're all in on it, deep state rigged. And that is uh, just how that goes. And you know how I know that? Because that's the exact same narrative going around regarding our precious National Football League. As we head into the big game, please don't sue. Uh, <laughs> exactly right. The uh, the NFL uh, is totally scripted and uh, also uh, a little bit racist, depending on who you talk to. Uh, so for for the for the, the the skinny on this, let's turn it back over to Mike. Uh, just kidding, Haley. Talk about the NFL. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> Uh. <laughs> um 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 i don't know the guy i don't know the team but i hear that this is gonna be big i hear that this is movie magic i hear that the jock got the girl and i hear that the girl is beautiful and i hear that when the 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 big game happens there's gonna be a, a beautiful superstar there and, and he's gonna get down on one knee and propose and it's gonna create the baby boom that america's been looking for i've been hearing all kinds of this kind of shit but i can't tell you anything except it's Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. Yep. This is his no, name. Those are the I don't those, know those are the two teams at the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know this I don't know the sports team he's with. Is it the Lions? No, nope, they're dead. Yeah, okay, but, who but, is it? They, 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 they're more racist than Lions. Is it yeah. the Chiefs? It is yeah. the Chiefs, yes. Exactly. Okay, yes. okay. Interesting, interesting backdrop to our romance. Um that's all I know. I just I, I keep hearing it from that sense. Like the I hear that the numbers of the NFL are like are bo- booming because of Taylor Swift. I hear that we have Taylor Swift mania in America right now. This is the American story. They this is this is for the Americans. This is they love this shit. It's 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 the pop star that people love for some reason, and it's the sport that people love for some reason. 
and it's just two things. That's all I know about it, but that's all I know about sports. So that's, that's all you're going to get out of me. I don't know anything except this is America's story and everybody's captivated by it, but also it's a psyop. You, you know what? <laughs> you know what, Haley? Have you ever seen like American Idol or any of those other like trashy, like reality TV shows? Um, I want, I've seen like 90 Day Fiance. Or any of that stuff? Um, I've seen, I've seen American Idol as a kid, but only when it was like the round where it's like everybody's bad and they're kind of doing tryouts. So, uh, on the, that, so, uh, you might not understand what I say with that. That was like a perfect middle chair response. Uh, like, uh, on those, <laughs> there, there was like a formula to the panel on those where it was just like the first person would usually be like sort of relentlessly positive, and then the middle person would just sort of say nothing. <laughs> and, then the, and then the last person would just be sort of mean, and that, and that was where Simon Cowell was, and that was like the fourth for a long time. And, Who was uh, the nothing character? Was that Paula? Uh, it, it was Paula at points. It was uh, I can't remember the other fellow's name who who was on it back in the day, but just because Randy was Jackson. Little... Yeah, that was him. Yeah, he was. Oh little... yeah, Randy Jackson, and you were a little pitchy. That was his big. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, usually soft on criticism, but but just like, but just saying like, you know, being like, you really brought an energy to it. It was great. Like doing a thing is tough and being a person is wise and believe in stars and everybody <laughs> is achieving the belief. All right. <laughs> but you did get some parts of it right. It is the American okay. story. And that is why it is obviously rigged. And for more actual information, I'll turn it over to Mike. Mike, <laughs> uh, Mike Simon Cowell reigns here. Yeah, time to be bitter and hateful. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what? So the, the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Baltimore Ravens uh, this week, which was uh, pretty surprising to me. Baltimore was supposed to be the better team, but they choked. Are you calling it rigged? No, no, I'm not. And um, but I, what I am saying is that Baltimore also supposed okay. to be the better team is incredibly relative when you're talking about like the the team that's about to be crowned like the new dynasty of football oh i know but i'm but this this year that's the thing is the chiefs had the history and the tradition and they've won a couple super bowls recently they won last year's super bowl but this year baltimore was head and shoulders the best team in the nfl and then when it was, this was supposed to be Baltimore's coming out party, where they were supposed to dethrone the former, the old weakened fallen king, and then claim the throne for themselves, and finally reveal uh, to the world that they're gay. We're all gay. Oh, that'd have been so great. Oh, that would have been the best. Uh, but sadly, Baltimore did none of these things. Baltimore decided to just not really show up, not really play any offense, let the Chiefs get out to a quick early lead, and then just lose. And the funny thing is, is if you actually watched the game, it was incredibly frustrating watching Baltimore screw up opportunity after opportunity and the Chiefs just clinging to their uh, – American football, for those of you who don't know, is generally the winning team scores anywhere from like 24 to like 35 points. It's a game that scores – between the mid-20s and the mid-30s is generally a winning score. Kansas City got to a whopping 17 points – early in the game and then decided that's it. We're, we're cool. We're cool with 17. And Baltimore in response was 17 is a bridge way too far for us. We can't even make it to the meteoric heights of 17 points. So the second half of that game was just watching Baltimore try and fail over and over again to do anything. And eventually the clock ran out and they lost. And 
that was what really happened. But the right wing in America right now has decided that that is not what happened. What really happened was the game was rigged. It was set up by the Illuminati, whoever they are, George Soros, so on and so on. And that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are a manufactured relationship that was put together by the New World Order to encourage young women to vote for Joe Biden because in 2020, Taylor Swift had the audacity to post a photo to social media where she made cookies that had Biden-Harris frosting on them. And that was very unacceptable to right-wingers everywhere. And this year, recently, she posted... Why did music get so political? Oh, my God. Get your politics out of my music, says the right-winger, as they as they First had Green Day, now this. What'd you say, Haley? I said first Green Day, and now Yes, this. oh, yeah. Uh, right-wingers whining about the politics and their music as they headbang to Rage Against the Machine. And- <laughs> yeah. But so earlier this year, uh, Taylor Swift also uh, posted a link to a, re- a voter registration site, and it was immediately flooded with people running in the register to vote. And this made the right-wingers very angry because the last thing they want is Swifties actually caring about politics and voting because they're young women. And they would probably figure out that one political party fucking hates them and the other political party likes them. And they're probably going to vote for the party that likes them. And as a result, like, this is bad. So um, on the lowest side of this, on the on, on like the quote-unquote serious right-winger side, it's just sort of like this Taylor Swift is inorganic and she's being propped up by like shadowy figures that want people to like her and make her popular, which is wrong and bad. Whereas on the nutball side, uh, Taylor Swift is like a clone of Anton LaVey's daughter or something. Uh, there's a lot. Hello, of... now we're talking. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a guy DM me and he was just sort of like, you're bad and I don't like you. And I was like, okay, uh, I appreciate your hatred of me. That's fine. And I went through his timeline and he had a photo of Taylor Swift along with uh, this uh, LeVay lady, uh, Zena LeVay, I believe it's Anton LeVay's daughter. And the uh, caption he has for this is clone. So he is just Taylor Swift and Zena LeVay are clones. So the literal Church of Satan is just uh, creating doppelgangers to then marry off to famous uh, tight ends on football teams so that uh, they can, I don't know, spread Satanism because that's a thing that people actually do in this world. And so this is this has also created a backlash where now the whole NFL is rigged. This whole thing's a scam. It's all bullshit. The Chiefs are just going to win the Super Bowl because the liberals want them to. And then after the game, basically, as Haley said, like Kelsey's going to propose to Taylor. She's going to say yes. They're going to cry on each other's shoulders. Then she's going to start waving a Biden-Harris flag, and she's going to tell everybody to vote for Joe Biden. And it's going to... He's going to say, don't forget to take Pfizer, everybody. And, and yeah, oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Kelsey's going to d- demand everybody get their booster shots and all that good stuff. And it's just this ridiculous 
narrative about how like literally they're going to poison the minds of Americans and they're going to make Joe Biden win the election via this endorsement between um, between Swift and Kelsey. Uh, DC Drano, who is a, a right wing moron who posts a ton of shit on Twitter. You can say grifter. Yeah, he's just a grifter. Just your standard grifter. <laughs> and uh, he declared that literally, like, uh, conservatives and right wingers now have to back the San Francisco 49ers in this game, which is hilarious that the team from San Francisco, Ocean Blue, California, and San Francisco, like, literally that cesspool of liberalism they'd hate. Wasn't hated. that Kaepernick's team? Yes, that was Kaepernick's team. Sports. I did it. Yeah. Way to sports ball, Haley. You're the I just sports all over the place. Yes. <laughs> so it was nice. I was I was looking forward to seeing your sports face. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so DC DC Drano posted, Dear San Francisco 49ers, I know we've been roasting your city for years, but I am offering a two week truce. No more jokes about poop on the streets. Finally, <laughs> as a representative of whom exactly? Yes. We will stop being racist. I know that I know that we, the people of Earth. Yeah. Your city. But as their representative elected by myself, I want to give you a truce. Fuck your truce and fuck San Francisco. No, <laughs> it's literally just though, like, we will stop making fun of that one black player. We will stop making racial commentary about that one black player a decade ago for two weeks to shit all over this one. Well, Haley, I'm glad you finally brought up uh, black people because uh, it turns out that this whole narrative, Mike is missing the biggest point of all, which is that they just got Lily Lily White, blonde-haired, blue-eyed Taylor Swift there to make the fact that the NFL would never allow the teams from Detroit and Baltimore, the two blackest teams... To make it into the Super Bowl that is never going to happen. They do not want that. They oh. can't handle an all-black Super Bowl. Okay, that was a narrative I was seeing on TikTok. I saw some people with that actual spicy take. Uh, take. They were people I, of color, for the that. record. So they are allowed to think shit is racist because their whole lives, historically, everything has been racist. The narrative is racist. If the if the if the normie belief is that the that there is there is, that it, that football and all this is rigged in the way that um like people think wrestling is, then yeah, people will have commentary on it in the sense that like it feels racist that this is a very most American tale. You know, the funny part is one of the TikToks I saw the the guy the guy proposing the conspiracy theory. He sounded, he sounded like a good old boy. I think he may have even been wearing a straw hat. But he was just like, he was like, y'all didn't really think they were going to like, and like he was walking on a, like on a farm or whatever. Like he was just like, I was like, you were like, I was like, dude, you can't, you sound like you're, you're about to fucking start crooning the Richmond North of Richmond on me. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> um, I think this whole thing is interesting too, just because. Um, if Taylor Swift was a right winger, this would not be, this would not be the conversation. They would love it. They would love if she was a right winger. They would love that they had achieved such a cultural icon. That's crazy. Uh, that would be hypocrisy. Would I don't know. Yeah, I know. Because that's why they latch on to like Gary Busey and like, Rob I, I don't know. Yeah. Dean Cain or something. I don't know. I'm sorry if Dean Cain's not one of them. No, he is. That, that Dean Cain's absolutely okay. one of them. <laughs> Uh, you know, and it, or yeah, Rob Schneider. Um, yeah, they they, they, they love it when they get their hands on even like when they when they get a D lister, they're pumping the fist. They're like, oh. yeah, the D list, boom. Oh, oh they, they were so happy when they had Gina Carano, and then she torched her career by being like a total nut, and then by just, were, by just outing herself, right? 
She was like, I- I'm one of them. And everyone was like, uh, no. <laughs> no. No more fame for you. That's why they don't get to go above D-list. Like, if they think that... I, I've, that's just regular politics, baby, but they want to spin it as some sort of like grand cabal conspiracy theory. It's like, no, dude, it just turns out that it pays to be liberal. That's where the money's at, dude. Like, it just, it just fucking, to... fucking flip your politics and get that bag. Yeah. My brothers and sisters on the red, like flip over to blue. <laughs> that is where the bag is. Come over to here. You yeah. go, go woke. You get that bag. Stack that paper. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. It's pretty nice over here. We're tolerant, and a lot of people are getting rich at the expense of poors. Same, same as on your side. Yeah. Uh, so uh, finishing Mr. Drano's thought, he said, for the next two weeks, uh, 99%, uh, 99% of America will be on the Niners' side. In return, you must defeat the Chiefs. If you don't, Mr. Pfizer and his girlfriend are going to tour the country as world champions helping elect Joe Biden. World War III will likely follow in a second Biden term, and millions will die. The fate of the world rests upon your shoulders. No pressure. So literally, if the 49ers lose this game, the world ends, according to Mr. Drano, which I hope he's right. That'd be really exciting. I'm, yeah. I'm here for it. Pressure thoughts. Uh, hopefully, maybe. Yes. Maybe not. Uh, anyway, uh, enough of that horseshit. Real quick, Mike, I got two hypotheticals for you. One, uh, you know, I'm sure that there's a line on it somewhere, but w- w- like if you had to put a bet on the proposal... Think it's gonna happen, yeah or nay? I would say nay. I would put the line on the proposal at like plus four hundred, like four to one against it, because I just feel like it's the kind of spot that would be so kitschy, and I don't know if either one of them would really want to do that in that situation. And there's the possibility that they actually like lose the game. I mean, because yeah. I mean, is, there, is that really a possibility? Uh, let's. let's <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, 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 I'm with you on that one. It sounds like a crazy thing, uh, but a crazy thing that I think is actually slightly more likely to happen. If the Chiefs win, what do you think the odds are? Somebody tries to hand Taylor Swift the trophy. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. At some point, and do you? Uh, and follow up question: Do you think that she is savvy enough to not take it to be like, absolutely not? <laughs> Hell no. If I can photograph all of that thing, like, that is going to be horrible for a lot. Like, it's going to be a lot. <laughs> um, I think if anyone but Travis gives her the trophy, she will not take it. I think if Travis is holding the Lombardi and then at some point he offers it to her, she might take it from her boyfriend. I think she would hold it in that situation. But if like this is such a funny conversation. Random if random chief <laughs> I feel like we're talking yeah. about high school stuff. If like I'm random kind of chief moron now. tried to give the <laughs> Yeah, if random chief this, moron. This shouldn't matter it. at all, but dude, like sports it fans does, I know, I know it does. I do, it does for so many reasons. Sports I've been fans seeing are banana so pants. If they if she if she's holding that trophy, like people are gonna lose their fucking minds and I'm gonna have to hear about it for like it's at least two weeks. everyone will there'll be symbolism in it, there'll be everybody will be baking it everybody's gonna bake every single microsecond of this entire interaction okay what, what, well the, the, what, good, the good news is no shut your wet mouth mike we have to move on we can talk about the nfl all day lord knows i want to talk about the nfl some more i'd really love to but apparently Haley has a whopper for us this week so we need to get into Haley's Whopper, her Arizona Me? Whopper. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that you've got some hot shit going on in Arizona. There's a lot of drama. So There's as always, for our Arizona, the flaming crater of a state in our United States of America until that becomes a fractured state in Civil War, et cetera, I'll turn it over to Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Watch, for the skinny on the state of Arizona. What's going on in your home state, Haley? Hello, everybody. 
it is the Arizona segment. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Um, I don't know if you all have heard these past two weeks, me talking about Dream City Church and Trump coming to town. I think I even mentioned that there was kind of a hit coming out on the on the on the former now uh, Arizona GOP party chairman Jeff DeWitt. Uh, this is some inside sauce, but it will get funny. Um, so yeah, Trump was supposed to come to town for his first Arizona rally. That didn't happen. It all kind of blew up a little bit. Um, so right before the the Trump rally was going to coincide, it was going to be a two day this big two day event at Dream City Church, this fascist mega church here in the valley that just had a teacher um, arrested for uh, sexually um, assaulting a student. Um, And this is a a Turning Point USA connected uh, uh, church slash they have a little school slash they help fund like fake um, clinics here, like fake abortion clinics. Anyways, that's Dream City Church. It's got a lot of campuses. It's awful the 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 arizona gop holds a lot of their events there they're tight on security so they keep people out who they don't want to myself included which we went over two episodes ago if you want the skinny on that um but anyway it was going to be this big two-day event so there's going to be booths everybody's going to be all the people running for stuff are going to have you know they're going to be promoting their their shit there's going to be a lot of people there last year but when Ron and Jim were in town, when he was running, like they were both at this event, like everybody, everybody in local politics goes to this, that if you're a part of the Republican branch or just generally want to infiltrate it because there was a neo-Nazi in there like trolling around because of course there was uh, this weekend. But <clears throat> so it was supposed to be Friday, Trump rally, kicking it off with a big party. Everybody's going to go have their big parties and orgies or whatever it is they do after Trump comes to town. And then the next day was going to be the party uh, chair vote. So they would vote on a party chairman. That used to be Kelly Ward. She was infamously the chairwoman when like the fake elector scandal happened because she was one of the fake electors along with her husband. Um, And... The longer time goes on, the more the fake electors. It sounds like a Metal Gear Solid thing, you know. It's it's it'll it'll continue to be a story, and eventually, a, a, more people will get in trouble for this. So it just has to stay in the conversation. And it was genuinely a huge thing because they tried to just be like, "Oh, you got Arizona went for Biden. How about no?" Um. So yeah, just throw away our vote. It, they, it is they, they are fascists. They um, yes. But anyway, and Kelly Ward was the party chair during this time, so it's kind of like a lot of it falls on her. The AZGOP account still has the video of them. They they tweeted about it. They tweeted a video of them signing the fake elector uh, like signatures, and like they're like, "Okay, we're doing it," and then they all clap at the end after they do it. That video is still up. I cannot. I I will never get over that. Um, it's like wow, just posting crimes. Um, but anyway, so Kelly Ward was infamously the chairwoman when, like, yeah, January 6th happened. Um, all that shit happened, just, like, things fell kind of into chaos. Um, and then she was out, and we got Jeff Dewitt. 
Jeff DeWitt was seen as kind of like the the moderate, the more like he will bridge the two sides. He's a bit more normy, I guess, if you want to call it that. And he wasn't leaning too hard into the like, you know, all the elections are fake in both 2020 and the 2022 midterm. Um, so, of course, the, the, the Trump faction of the Republican Party, the, the MAGA diehards, the uh, whatever you want to call them, um, you know, they were like, okay, get this fucking guy out of here. Um, and they, 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 were, they were teasing uh, big news coming, you know, like a couple days leading up to the, to the vote for the chair. Um, for the party chair, just, and just like the QAnon site with its, its its countdown to big news, it was big news. Carrie Lake and and and, and a bunch of right wingers were like, "Big news coming next week." I'm going to reveal who tried to bribe me to stay out of office. She's been teasing this for almost a year. She has been talking. This is in her book that I unfortunately read. This is a common thing that she mentions at rallies. Um, for, for months, she has had this story that somebody tried to bribe me to stay out of office, but I won't say who. Um, and, you know, um, I don't want to like go with Carrie's narrative too much that this is like, yes, absolutely. Jeff do trying to bribe her out of office, but the, he did definitely that he did definitely kind of ultimatum her like listen there's people that definitely want you out and they will pay money to get you out of there so maybe consider that is what this audio eventually says. So it wasn't like it's shit that's politics shit but it became a huge scandal cuz Carrie knows how to um you know kind of she kind of knows how to she knows how to work the media. She knows how to get she's people. She's so good at work. working the media, and the media sometimes doesn't even realize that they're getting work. And also, you know? she's revealing that she's secretly recording private conversations. Oh, that was such a big deal. I think a lot of Republicans were like, "Wait a second, Carrie Lake. She records all of the conversations that we have with her." Mm. So anyway, there was this big tease, like, "Okay, Carrie's finally going to release who bribed her out of office." And there's this like right wing radio host here that like heavily works with them. His name's Garrett Lewis. He sucks. He's a piece of shit. Um, put that on the record. Garrett Lewis, piece of shit. He had a Garrett Lewis show, piece of shit show. Um, but yeah, so he they were like, we're going to reveal the truth on the on the Garrett Lewis show. Tune in live. Carrie Lake calls in. Abe Hamaday calls in. And yeah, they talk about how Jeff DeWitt uh, bribed her. So that's her words, bribed her. Um, and they leaked the audio to the Daily Mail, I believe it was reliable outlet and um yeah he basically the audio is him saying like let me find the exact um phrase yeah he says like there are very powerful people that want to keep you out um and they're willing to put their money where their mouth is in a big way um he doesn't say who wants to keep her out of office, but he says people back east, which has been getting baked to all hell. They're like, who are the people back east? And Carrie's also like, the people back east want to keep me out. It's kind of becoming like a campaign ad. Um, and yeah, um, and then Carrie like talks like, oh, you you acting like I can be bought? Because she's recording, so she's putting on a show. Um, and yeah, uh, Duet's like, I don't know what the... 
I'm truly unsure of its contents, but considering our uh, numerous past uh, conversations as friends, I've decided to take the risk. Um, so yeah, he asked her to basically to kind of sit out of, she's currently already done with her, her race. She's in the middle of her, her, her Kraken lawsuits right now, but she's going to run for Senate. So he's kind of like, can you, if this is correct, if he's like supposedly bribing her, he's kind of saying like, can you just stop, uh, you know, <laughs> running for shit right now? Um, but so Carrie leaks this and, you know, sets the narrative. Like he is trying to bribe me out of office. This is him absolutely bribing me out of office, which everybody in the media fully went with. They, they went, they, they fully were like, Jeff DeWitt tries to bribe Carrie Lake out of office. He resigns like uh, the next day. <laughs> he resigned. Honestly, I think like a few minutes after we stopped recording last week. Cause I was like, fuck. <laughs> um, because Carrie said, like, if you don't resign, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep leaking audio that I have of us. So she blackmailed him. Um and yeah, he resigned. Um and he, you know, it was revealed also that like she had been working for his company at the time. He actually is like part of this tech company uh that like helps with the GOP apps. He, it helps with the Turning Point US, like a Turning Point USA app that they use for like get out the vote efforts. And Carrie worked for him at the time. And it was kind of, it was like, so yeah, kind of also like shitting on the, on the guy that helps you uh, also in that way. Uh, so it was like a big scandal. Uh, I think this kind of backfired on Carrie a little bit. Like Jeff DeWitt is out and they had the vote, which is they got some lady named Gina Swobata. I'm really unfamiliar with this person, but Trump endorsed her and like Wendy Rogers and Mike Lindell and everybody. But she did work for Katie Hobbs in the past. So eventually she will do something wrong and get baked to hell and also get kicked out at some point by the 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 more extremist faction. Um, but for now, Carrie got her way. Jeff DeWitt is out. This new person is in. But when Carrie was on stage at the GOP event, um, they booed her. She got pretty heavy booed. So I think she kind of damaged some of her reputation because a lot of people are like, this bitch is recording me. Like this bitch is always recording her. I'm not going to know what's a real interaction and what's not. Because remember when she recorded, when she, there was that interaction with Ruben Gallego at the airport and it was like, dude, this is scripted as all hell. What is her, what is, why is she acting like this? Why yeah, she like ran up to Ruben Gallego and did this like whole like bit where she's like, you're doing bad things and you know you're doing the bad things. And Gallego was like, what are you talking about, crazy lady? And then she yeah. why don't you admit to some crimes into my cleavage, please? Mm-hmm. Like, what? What's going on? Yeah. So, uh, Carrie, Carrie Lake is always mic'd up. Uh, she's got the sauce and, you know, you know, do you, you know. Do you have any more like information about the, why the booing happened? I mean, I get again the fact that like Carrie is like a really unreliable person who is doing this very duplicitous stuff about recording and leaking audio and and all that. But was there more to the booze, or was it just just this? We can't trust her, and we don't know what's going on anymore. And basically, it feels like she's almost like trying to stage a coup here, where she's like, "I'm the one who's running the show now. Like I'm Absolutely. the boss." Yeah, she is running the party behind the scenes. The the 
The woman that I often mention, Shelby Bush, who's part of We the People AZ Alliance, who helps with her court cases, and she was part of the Cyber Ninjas audit. She's heavily connected to Patrick Byrne and Michael Flynn. Um, but uh, she's very close with Lake, and she's currently one of the county chairs. Um, so they're kind of trying to fully take over the party. And yeah, Carrie's kind of like the like shadow leader of the AZGOP. And, you know, working shit behind the scenes. Um, and yeah, when she got booed, there was a debate about, there was like, Carrie, the Carrie faction was like, she didn't get booed. You know, because like they were everybody. Saying, boo Burns. Yeah, yeah Burns. <laughs> they were saying, boo Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, because every, a, a lot of the, the, you know, Garrett Archer, he's data guru on the timeline. Um, and a lot of big influential people in AZ election Twitter were there. Politicians were there. Journalists were there. So there's people were live tweeting and there was a lot of back and forth going on just live tweeting and during the live tweeting, like there was no booze, there was no booze. And then like some journalists were like, here's proof of the booze, you know, like, so there was definitely like this, you can, you can see the, 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 the two factions, the more McCain, uh, you know, do see, uh, Karen Taylor Robeson faction and then the Carrie Maga Trump faction like kind of dueling it out at this AZ GOP um, vote this party vote um, so yeah that was it and Trump cancelled his visit because like drama you know what I'm saying uh, which was fun because I feel like you know I would have loved to get Trump's visit cancelled that's what I love to do I love I love it when when fascist pieces of shit are like you know what this situation is a little bit too hot i'm not gonna go ahead and come to this i'm not gonna go ahead and come to this town if the situation is too hot it's hot it's hard to trap them you know you need to honeypot them it has to be sweet enough to get them in but sticky enough Mm -hmm. so they can't get out anyway uh uh so that's uh that's that's our crazy arizona shit for the week uh gonna move us uh, straight along uh after uh, you know a little bit a little bit of a long boost segment this week but that's because the, the the actual headlines are a little thin but they are weird so let's get into our headline news for the week shall we from the digital headlines to the digital front lines it's cues in the news leading headline for this week uh because of just how bizarre it is is the I guess debate over whether or not uh, this uh, this crime is QAnon related? That crime being uh, a man has allegedly uh, beheaded his father and then recorded a film uh, that he posted on YouTube of him uh, with the head in question, uh, and then uh, it it, get, it kind of gets worse from there. So uh, like I'll I'll turn it over to Mike uh, for for more details on this one. Although uh, th- this I do happen to know a little bit about just because of how weird it was. Uh, my, Mike, what's going on with this decapitator? You yeah, don't get a lot uh, of this. You don't get a lot of that. You don't get a lot of no, decapitation. You know what a what, no, a, what a what a twist. Yeah, not a lot of decapitation usually in America, uh, but. Uh, a guy, Justin uh, M O H N Moan, Justin Mon, uh, was accused of killing his father. Which again, we have a lot of evidence to suggest that he did such a thing. And 
his uh, social media was found to contain a lot of right wing content, like an, an article, a YouTube video entitled. No, Mar- he wasn't. He wasn't talking about how how, how much he liked AOC's politics. Oh, yeah, like, it's so and, weird. And also, in my downtime, I like beheading my father. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should have Medicare for all and women should have the right to reproductive freedom. And also I'm going to cut my, my dad's head off. Yes. And please ask me about my opinions regarding decapitating my father. <laughs> Excuse me. What did you say? Yeah. Oh, uh, new deal for it. Yes. <laughs> all about the green new deal and also beheadings. So yeah, uh, he, he and Kathy Griffin would get along great together because that was a huge ordeal back in the day when she had that prop head of Trump and everyone was so upset about it. Um, wow. that, that that was actually a pretty good poll, Mike. Congratulations, yeah, Go, golf map. <laughs> audience, you're not you're not appreciating it hard enough. Appreciate it harder. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he had a YouTube video called "A Call to Arms for American Patriots," and uh, he declared that more like a call uh, to ads, am I right? <laughs> yes, and it's he declared his father to be a traitor. He called for the death of all federal officials. Uh, attacked Black Lives Matter, the LGBTQ plus community, Antifa activists, and all that good stuff. And there's a, they, oh man, the screenshot they have of him in the video is just the perfect, like, incel white dude. They got him, like, angrily staring at the camera with his mouth wide open, just bare white wall behind him, just perfect, just absolute chef's kiss. The perfect way to frame this guy as a decapitating psychopath, and um, yeah, that might be a good time to mention that, like, if you happen to ever listen to this podcast and be like, "I would like more information than these schmucks provide," and you like look into a thing, be careful about this one because allegedly there's a video that has, like, like we mentioned, this shit in it, and that's floating around, and it could be on, especially if you're still on TikTok or not TikTok or Twitter, Twitter. If you're on Twitter, yeah. maybe also TikTok, but especially Twitter. If you're on Twitter, fucking just be wary. If you're looking into this, you might see some shit you don't want to see. Right. You might get put on your For You page because the For You page has become a cesspool of old live leak videos and racist crap. So be careful. Be wary out there. It's it's uh, it's the Wild West out there, partner. Yeah, so. be, be careful out there when it comes to yeah dealing with... The easiest um, solution is to not use Twitter anymore. Yes. It's so elegant. <laughs> so so simple and you elegant. You are so punk for that, actually. You know, we're talking yeah. about your levels of punk. This is a very punk thing of you that you did. It shouldn't. I don't. I disagree with that. It should be very simple to do the same way that, it like, I just, I, I, I don't I don't spend my money on shit I don't like. One time I mm-hmm. accidentally ended up giving Blizzard Entertainment 15 of my dollars and, like, like within the, like, so they've been boycotting them for the last, like, seven years. I was furious with myself. I was like, no, I got tricked. Anyway. Uh, you know what? I am great. I just don't think I'm punk. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, just th- there's my warning to our audience. Be, be careful if you're looking into this. Uh, that yeah. being said, I haven't seen shit in terms of the video or photos of this guy or any of that stuff. So uh, believe me when I say how shocked I am to find out that he looks like a white incel. I mean, this this certainly, that's, I'm shocked. I mean, who could have thought? Who, who, and a conservative yeah. Wow, I mean, yeah. So this is the big thing that's going on right now in basically the right wing media and the QAnon sphere is that like the New York Post and right wing sources are like this QAnon nut who bought into all this crazy stuff did a crazy bad thing, 
and the QAnon people, beyond just calling it a false flag, which is their default setting for any violence committed by anybody in the right wing, their other reaction is this guy is not actually QAnon. He doesn't talk about any of the stuff that we talk about. He ain't making no drops. He ain't doing any stuff like that. So you have this hot potato with this murderer where like quote unquote respectable right wingers are trying to distance themselves by fobbing him off on QAnon and QAnon's like, no, he just believed in the great replacement theory and all the other horrible racist shit that comes out of Donald Trump's mouth organically. We didn't have to pill him on the super secret spy and the half a million sealed indictments and all the rest of that stuff. So that's where we're at at this point. And so far, the QAnon researchers that I've been seeing uh, have stated that they have not seen any direct correlation between this guy and QAnon, that he has actually uh, broached their mythos. He's just been doing, he's just been following the stuff that they follow because that's the problem with QAnon is that it believes in everything. So if you say you're an anti-vaxxer, someone can go, oh, you're into that QAnon shit. Or if you think the moon landing was faked, you'll, they'll be like, oh, yeah, QAnon. Normal people now just see QAnon as a catch-all for, uh, for conspiracy theories. And it's just an easy way to, like, to, to say that. It's basically like when you go into a casino and you ask if they've got poker, you, what you actually mean is Texas Hold'em because it's the only game anyone plays. So absolutely are- not. I want to be I want to be doing a triple draw or whatever. That's just called. right. I want I want <laughs> exactly. I want to play some two to seven triple draw. I want to play some Badoogie. exactly. But I that's the, the thing. What'd you say, Haley? I just want the free drinks. Yes. Oh, that's what casinos are about. That's what they're for. If you stand around enough, you'll get one. Life hack. You'll get a free drink. The uh-huh. more you uh-huh. know. <laughs> Make sure you're near the slot machines because they'll think you're playing them, and that that's the mm-hmm. that's the important thing. Hold, a, want... hold a, a, a a shiny penny in your hand. M- like you're mutter mutter to yourself like you're losing, and you're I'm about to leave. <laughs> I got my shiniest penny. Yeah. You know, wave it around a little bit like you're like showing you're, off. Like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's my number one dime. Yeah. I was right there. I I'm was right there. The lucky number one dime. But don't put it in, listener. Do not put it in. Don't waste that penny. Yeah, that's your shiny penny. Yeah, you not, not even just, just the, not even drink. just the tip of it into the slot. You know what? You can put it in. Just be careful. Make sure you have a little string attached, so if it falls in, you can take it right back out. Oh, yeah. so so it's, it's it's more Donald Duck than Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so... What the fuck are we even talking about? Uh, <laughs> we, just got, we got derailed. That's us. That's the problem. I'm sorry. No, but yeah, it's, uh, it, it's just this thing where conspira- QAnon is shorthand for conspiracy theories, and as a result, now there's this question of, are we mislabeling this guy as a QAnon believer when he is, quote-unquote, just a conspiracy theorist? So that's kind of the $64 question. And also, and it, this also gets to the broader point, which is just that Donald Trump and the Republican Party mainstream are normalizing violence and this kind of bullshit to get your way with things. I mean, Donald Trump, I mean, QAnon people were involved in January 6th, but the guy that led it was Donald Trump. So 
the issue really is, is that all of the right wing politics in America right now can lead to a violent outcome. You don't have to believe in QAnon to go do a violent thing. And not a lot of people want to approach that reality because going there leads to having to ask some really tough questions. And it leads to having to say things like, maybe we shouldn't be normalizing Donald Trump. Maybe he's kind of a really bad guy. Fuck that. How about a different question? Maybe we shouldn't be so united as states after all. You know what I mean? Maybe some of us should try to form our own cool club that is not a part of the United States. Uh, And that is unfortunately the idea that is gaining more traction, Uh, literal traction in the form of big truck tires. Get it? Because I guess there's a big convoy of trucks headed down to help our good friends in Texas who are once again just society that maybe they don't want to be a state after all. Uh, right? I believe that's where this is all going down still. I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know a lot about a lot, but Mike does. Mike, There's how wrong locations. am I? There's three locations? The, the Civil War is on, baby. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I've been following this because one of the locations is in Arizona and it's the- Wow, location. shocker. Wait a minute. Let's all get, you got to give the audience time to breathe after that one. Who the thought? I know. Is, is I know. Florida the third one? That, can, can, can we get a Florida? Like, it, it's, like the, no. it's like the feud all of a sudden. Is it Alabama? It's, Those fuckers are always looking to be relevant. It is California, Texas, and Arizona. This is the the Take Our Border Back rally that's been getting promoted by, like, at first it was really quiet. I'm sorry, Mike. I'm taking over. No, go, go. It's yours. Oh, fuck Mike. Run to the end zone. Score a touchdown. It's sports ball again. Um. So there was this uh this has coincided with all the uh, abbott stuff uh it feels a little suspicious to me but i don't like to conspiracize but technically this all started to get organized before like the supreme court decision that kind of triggered the abbott you know drama um and all the national guard stuff but there was calls for a take back our border convoy uh for February 3rd is the actual rally point date. So it's going to be this weekend um, at Eagle Pass, Texas, which is kind of seen as the main spot because Texas has been getting so much attention. Uh, Yuma, Arizona, which is uh, the border here. Hey, balloons. My look. Um, Yuma, Arizona, which is the border here. And um, I think it's San Ysidro, California was the California location. And everybody's supposed to meet on February 3rd for the big rally point. Currently, people are already meeting up. There's like right wing streamers there. Uh, you know, there's militias always down there. Um, and but it's kind of it's so far kind of a flop because there's been a lot of like, you know, worried about Fed infiltration, worried it's an op. This always happens is they, they get each other riled up about first the people that they hate. And then when they plan something, they get riled up about each other. And yeah, there's currently like some people's tires have been slashed that are currently down there. Uh, there's just a lot of stuff already happening. And I, it's definitely not going to be so far absolutely anywhere near close as the numbers that they've estimated. But there is always the concern of violence because, you know, people want to shoot. They want an excuse. This is an excuse to go down there and patrol immigrants. And some people are down there with guns looking for an excuse any excuse to pull that trigger. So it is kind of a little bit of a volatile situation, but that's kind of the background on it. 
Um, I was actually on the uh, original convoy that this kind of branched off from. There was the trucker convoy in Canada that was like about, you know, the trucks and, and, and mandates, trucker mandates. And there was the big protest. And then the United States, like right wingers kind of tried to piggyback off that, but we had nothing to complain about. We didn't have any mandates at the time. It, it was literally not the same thing whatsoever. And, but I was on it. It went from California all the way to, uh, like out of D a little bit out of DC. Um, and, I was on it through Arizona, the whole, the whole, tr all, while they went, I hit, I got on right as they hit in Arizona and, and followed through. Yeah, we get like, it. You really believed in the cause. You loved them. I did. I really believed in the cause. And, you know, it was a dud pretty immediately because again, these people just get paranoid about each other. Um, and the uh, Russia invasion of Ukraine happened that the day that it kind of started. So the the media attention was fully taken off of them, which is, you know, that kind of builds on their hype. Um, but when I was down, when I was doing that, because they were like, we're going to go to DC and we're going to do a protest about mask mandates. Like it wasn't, it wasn't what a lot of people even wanted to do. A lot of people wanted to go down and block the border. Uh, so there is some like remnants of that, that are part of this. Some of the same people that were part of that are part of this. That's my side of things. Mike, take it away. I'm sorry that I kind of took over. Oh, you, you covered most of it. Uh, the only thing that I <laughs> saw was uh, that the, this group is called the God's Army that is handling this convoy. The convoy has is, is a lot smaller than uh, people thought it would going to be. There's a lot of social media about how this was supposed to be a truck convoy and there's not a lot of trucks involved. So mm -hmm. this is getting to be pretty underwhelming, but uh, it's a, it, I definitely see that people are grifting because that's how this works. Again, we're making money and we want to uh, go to the border and quote unquote peacefully protest what's happening and maybe help the good people of Texas, you know, keep putting up razor wire because um, the big part of this is that the Supreme Court ruled that the federal government has a right to take down the razor wire that Texas has put up on the border. And Texas has basically said they're going to defy the Supreme Court, which the whole point of this shit is that they stacked the Supreme Court so they could get their way on everything. And now they're not getting their way. And you're like, you know what? Fuck it. We just don't care anymore. We're, we're just going to do whatever we want, no matter what, and go to hell. So, great. I guess, uh, so does that mean that we can now build abortion clinics in your red states and you just have to accept it? Is, is that how this works? Is the Supreme Court null and void? Because if so, that, I, I'm, I'm all for it. And, and on top of that, we've had a bunch of red state governors and people saying that they're standing with Texas and they support them. And bunch of QAnon promoters are like, are, are, are we, in, are we beginning a civil war? And they keep rehashing the fucking civil war movie that's coming out and talking about how, Oh, to be fair, this time they have a little bit more of a leg to stand on. Cause I mean, it's just like a huge amount of these stupid conservative States had people just being like, we support Texas and their fight against the federal government. And it's just like, what? No, like, what do you, why? Yeah, especially it's just like if you're fucking Montana or whatever, like what 
like what, what border crisis are you facing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I, yeah, I love like they show like the chart of like all the states that are supporting Texas, and most of them are in the middle of America or in Montana, basically on like the like, Canadian border. And it's just, what are you guys doing? What's the point here? Matt Walsh posted he he's been so excited, he's been so hyped because he's a fascist, um, and. He's been posting, like, you know, getting the band back together kind of post. And it was, you know, the Confederate states. Um, and Arizona was highlighted as an Arizona territory. And it was. It was the Arizona territory. It was the old Arizona territory. And I think that journalists should be doing a better job to kind of, uh, you know, when he calls for Arizona to become a territory, that's a call uh yeah, a return to slavery in the state and uh, uh, for 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 people to be uh, imprisoned if they have abortions and it's banned across the board yeah, and a bunch of other awful things that I think we should be highlighting a bit more that these people are kind of not so vaguely calling for, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I was I thought that was a wild post. I'm like, this is just this is literally saying like he wants slavery back. I. Anyways, whatever. Oh, uh, Tim Pool had a little post uh, about how he was like this uh, this Trump verdict against him by the crazy lady that said he uh, sexually abused her is a pretty good argument for repealing the Nineteenth Amendment. I'm not totally sure if I agree with that or not, and that is that is so uh, a hydro power level moment where Tim Pool is just maybe we should get rid of the Nineteenth Amendment. <laughs> just kidding. How are these people into it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, see, these people are insane. They literally, they, they, they literally just want to live in feudalism. They want, they want a nice king to come in, and they want their lives to turn into shit where the people up top, like, really improperly have their boot on their neck, like unsubtly, like literally coming in and just putting the boot on the neck. That's what they want. They love it. But they, th- yeah. they, they, they think they're somehow going to become more free when they decide to just fuck it. Return to the old ways. So stupid. Yeah, uh, yeah. But 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 again, there are enough of them. Uh, inexplicably, is still kicking around, uh, like like a like a virus. But what are we gonna do? Uh, let's try to let's try to lighten the mood up a bit uh, with our wonderful listener Melbag. Take it away, Mike, for the bump. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay. 
Yes. Uh, opening with Cleodora Silvestri, the head world, Hell world Grand Inquisitor says, the next protest convoy is about to hit Texas. What will be this year's gay cowboy viral hit song to disrupt their radio communications? Mm. Oh, man. How would, how do you top Ram Ranch? It's just literally. I was going to say, let's just bring it back. Let's remix it. Dude, it's so good. It, like, it. What a, what a perfect lightning in a bottle moment for the people who, who out there who someone, have never experienced the Ram Ranch. Someone do a remix of that with uh, Old Town Road, Lil Nas X. Let's just make the gayest. Let's just make the gayest song, please. Gay, gay, gayest cowboy song. Yeah, uh, I, th- is it, there's also that uh, that like that played it straight down the middle of the plate. Gay cowboy uh, with the fucking. The, the sexy tassels that dangle from his cowboy hat. God, I can't remember his name right now. Orville Peck. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, yeah. We, there's, I hate his fucking the gay, music. The gay rodeo. Good for him. I the, mean. The gay rodeo is coming up. You know, let's get them in on it somehow. Let's just make it. Let's just let's just bring the gay rodeo to Eagle Pass. You know? Yeah. But I, I mean, again, I, again I, I think Haley, Haley and I probably just agree on this one. Like, let's just, I mean. Let's just keep ramming it, Ram Ranch all the way. Ram Ranch, yeah, just mm-hmm. a, a remix for a new generation. You know, get Tiesto on it or whatever. It should be a timeless class. It should be one of those like you know, every time the convoys start acting up, that song becomes popular again. It's just like a. I would love for that to become know. the soundtrack of the idea of secession. <laughs> it's just like whenever these guys start kicking up dust about like pulling away from the United States, like all of a sudden it's just like yeah, like, they just have to start hearing Ram Ranch constantly, just getting blasted at them. That is our Civil War anthem. Hell yeah, dude! That's our fight song. Yeah, yes, it so is. It's so. Our, is. our men are going to be as hard as those cowboy it. cocks at Ram Ranch. <laughs> all new gay cowboys in the shower sucking each other's throbbing hard cocks. Uh, <laughs> they're Chinese soldier ten packs. <laughs> oh my goodness! What a what a great question. I do, I do yeah. love any opportunity to talk about Ram Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spencer Watson asks: Is there any chance that the Q pill get to a level of ridiculousness that they become ridiculous to even each other? Has this happened already? And I'm just not close enough to it. Could Taylor Swift maximize this effect? What more cracks in the QAnon blob? Um. We've talked about it a couple of times on the show, actually, right? Like, because, uh, like, there's, there are segments of the QAnon fan base that fucking hate, like, the JFK Jr., like, mm-hmm. is still alive shit. Or, or, like, the people that are just like, like, Q, Q himself, yo, the earth is round. <laughs> like, dude, like, dude, like, do not, do, do not bring that flatter shit here. The med beds, isn't there a lot of discourse about med beds? Oh, yeah, the, and, like, there are, uh, L just crushed that question, so, like, that was, like, <laughs> Because I was literally going to bring up the whole JFK Jr. schism, but uh, the this is uh, part of the movement is guys in the movement telling you that other people in the movement are untrustworthy scum. Like that's that's, that's basically Jordan Sather's brand at this point is to gatekeep QAnon, and he hates the he hates the Iraqi dinar scams. He hates like Jasira Nisira and that kind of stuff. Where he'll be like, these idiots telling you you're going to get free money, nuts to them. They're Setting you up for failure. They're trying to hurt you. Don't listen to them. Only buy Sather brand snake oil and all that kind of stuff. So there, the, the, the movement is that way. And what's really funny is that recently there's been efforts to kind of smooth things over between the JFK junior folks and the people that hate them. And like, there's all like, 
Awakened Outlaw, who's one of my favorite people to follow on the movement, he like tried to do some olive branching to the Flat Earth community. He was like, yo, Flat Earthers, can we just defeat the New World Order first and then we can discuss the shape of the world? And the Flat Earthers were like, pound sand, idiot! To believe in the globe is to believe in the devil! <laughs> Who could possibly handle the idea that the fucking Earth is round when you know the truth? You're right, exactly, exactly. Dude, I mean, that's so the problem. Fucking, it's so flat at level. It's crazy. You wouldn't even believe. Yeah, yeah. When, when, <laughs> I mean, certainly with the when, certainly with the 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 deep state falls, then the truth will have to come out about our Earth and vis a vis its flatness. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's uh, that's one of the things about this is that people who have their weird niche issue are not going to give up on it just because uh, it's quote unquote taking one for the team. Because, like, the anti-vaxxers and the rest of these cranks in QAnon don't have to take one for the team. So why should I, the flat earther, have to, like, play nice with you stupid globe-believing lunatics who are straying from God by believing in a non-flat earth? So, like, yeah, that kind of stuff is in there. I don't know that Taylor Swift's going to break anything. I think she might kind of, like, again, smooth it more because she's an enemy to hate. And QAnon just loves that. Yeah, the the Taylor Swift thing, I mean, it's just, it's so mundane on the spectrum of nonsensical shit that they believe in that it, it seems like it's going to be tough for them to poke a hole in it. Like, it's because it's, it's simultaneously just, like, nonsensical and, like, sort of believable. Because, again, like, they're not far, they, they, they kind of have a point. It's just that they, they think the sinister government has their paws in Taylor Swift. And it's like, no, she's just liberal. But being liberal does and having a huge platform does mean that she is like bringing more opposition to you, you know. So it's like again, they're dangerously close to seeing the truth, but they just suddenly they zig when they should zag. They're just like, ah, oh, we're so close to the truth, and also ah, dark Brandon, the Pentagon, yeah, the deep state, Soros. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's there are fra- there are fractures in the QAnon community. There will always be fractures, but th- in order to keep the grift running smoothly, they try to work hard to keep each other all happy go lucky. Because I mean, you've got people that acknowledge that Biden's actually the president, and then you have people who refuse to accept that reality, and they get along just fine because it doesn't hurt. It, it doesn't help anybody to yuck anyone's yum in this movement. The whole point is it's improvisation. It's all yes ending. It's all yes, Biden stole the election with the 2000 mules and all that stuff. But also Trump signed some secret documents that means he gets to be, he gets to be president for life behind the scenes. It, everyone's theory is correct, even when they're contradictory. Just roll with it. It's, it's better for everyone involved. Yep, just, just what they've always wanted. President for life, Donald Trump. Because that guy, he, he, every day, seems more and more with it. Yeah, oh, uh, President for life, Donald Trump, uh, for the remaining, I don't know, seven months of that existence. I mean, man, it's going to be, that, that podcast, the greatest podcast, truly. The, 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 the most wonderful of all weeks. Uh, Me Bad asks, I guess the the reverse question from our first question, which is best guesses for the songs played in the convoy heading to the border. So I, I beyond Ram Ranch, what are they actually playing for themselves? I guess. Oh, that uh, like obviously that fucking horrible Ben Shapiro rap song, <laughs> dude. Number one of the charts, baby. Try that in a small town. Oh yeah, try that in a small town, one hundred percent. Oh god, yeah. 
I heard that in the wild the like literally yesterday, maybe two days ago, and I was like, "Ugh, why? Why? Like, what the fuck? What is it was on the radio. It was in my Uber. It was on a regular. It was on a regular station. I was like, that was was your driver weirdly fired up about it? (laughs) No, they had no reaction to any of the music whatsoever that was playing. But I was just like, hmm, that's interesting. That's that's just on the airwaves." (laughs) <laughs> I, I i remember me and l had a we Top did a road years. trip to like washington dc for a convention a million years ago and we were so hyped when we heard gundam style in the wild like it actually just coming just having this foreign song pop yeah. up on american radio it was like holy shit like this thing has like hit so hard that americans are willing to listen to a, like this song on the radio like, not, not even the video to like go along with it yeah, what a weird what a weird time that was. Yes. It did make that horrific drive through New Jersey better. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Cy. Yes. <laughs> Cy made New Jersey remotely tolerable. Not tolerable the one million dollars in tolls I had to pay. New Jersey should be a goddamn utopia given the amount of money they charge you to drive on their roads. It's like yeah. holy shit. And to our listeners in New Jersey, I'm sorry. That your yeah. state sucks. It's yep. horrible. <laughs> and they yeah. know that, so they charge you so much to drive through it. They're like, <laughs> we know you ain't stopping, so give us yeah. some money on the road. They're like fucking yeah. bandits. Yeah, we, 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 yeah, they're literally highwaymen. They're yeah, literally actual, highwaymen. literal highwaymen. Well, highway people, let's say. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, if you want to so, keep it, if you want to go any further, that's going to be another $8. <laughs> Like, we did it. Fucks. We you know you got me by the balls. The alternative is stopping in New Jersey. That's <laughs> untenable. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, r- I'd rather die. <laughs> I'd rather drive this fucking car into a tree on the side of the road. <laughs> we did it. We finally attacked another state. Our quest to hit all fifty continues. <laughs> got him. There, there's absolutely a one hundred percent like likelihood that I've talked shit about New Jersey on the podcast before. <laughs> Well, if, if 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 we didn't, they deserved it more, anyways. For the so, record, yeah. there's a lot, there was a lot of good pop punk that came out of New Jersey in the time when I was into pop punk. So there, New Jersey's not all bad, but driving through it, it is a nightmare. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so uh, Pancake Peasant asks, uh, requesting a credibility check from Master Reigns on this take. <laughs> Master Reigns, thank you so much for that bizarre title I've been granted. Uh, LBJ helped assassinate JFK, or at the very least, was aware of a plot and did nothing. Great work on the other pod, by the way. Not 100% cut up, but appreciate more content. Um, any conspiracy theory about Kennedy kind of has to involve LBJ because so much of the story is that Kennedy was like just roadblocking all the stuff the bad guys wanted to do. So they had to know that LBJ would want to play ball with them after they killed Kennedy and got him in, which... I don't know that they would have known that. It's kind of weird because, like, once Kennedy was murdered, basically all the bad guys got was the war in Vietnam, which there's no real evidence Kennedy was actually going to stop. Because LBJ gets in and is just like, everything Kennedy wanted, I will do ten times harder. And like that was his whole like way to run his presidency was just I'm going to use Kennedy's murder to get the agenda rail- railroaded through, and as a result, that's really why like Oliver Stone and all these other cranks have to be like, yeah, Vietnam. That's that's why they killed him, 
And because they can't say that, oh, yeah, after Kennedy died, LBJ, like, let Jim Crow remain and let America stay a racist cesspool because he didn't. He, like, passed a ton of laws to actually make the South not a backward hellscape and, like, did all kinds of. You wouldn't know work. it. Am I right, guys? <laughs> High fives all around. Boom. Bro fist. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, uh, it's it's silly, but it, it's par for the course with conspiracy theories. Someone posted a link uh, sometime, I think, in the next week or so. Roger Stone is doing a uh, speaking gig at a church in Oklahoma where he's going to talk about who really killed Kennedy. And uh, Roger already has a book out about how LBJ did it. So uh, a spoiler, I don't think it's going to be very surprising who Roger pins it on. LBJ did it himself, though. He, he, he was he was the man in the sewer grate with the gun, <laughs> which is incredible because he was two cars behind Kennedy at the time. No, that was just a, that, that was a doppelganger, a lookalike. Right, <laughs> that, that was a CIA operative in some uh, yeah. Mission Impossible style makeup. Right, exactly. Yeah that that was that was James Woods playing Lyndon Johnson playing uh, Joe Biden. That 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 was the time traveler's role. You know how there's a time traveler at JFK's assassination, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, Mike, do you want to pill some people that Austin Steinbart is actually responsible for the JFK assassination? Oh, I have not heard that. What, what's the Steinbart conspiracy about that? There isn't one. I'm saying, do you, me, and you want to meet, create that conspiracy? Oh, we can. Well, fuck me, I guess. I don't get to, I don't get to you help You can me. get in on it. You can get in. It can be a big grift. Dude, Haley's been so passive-aggressive. That's not true. I'm sorry. That's not, not true. I, I knew immediately that you, that you would say you were sorry. I needed to add it up the best. That was just a goof. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Listeners, oh, I, if you I, also I, want to get on this grift, the JFK uh, grift business is a pop-in. That's why Reiner's in on it. Um, you know, it was just the anniversary. Um, so if anybody would like to get on this grift, it, it you will have to, unfortunately, abandon your soul. But... There's money to be made, and you know, and and respectable journalists like Solidad O'Brien will humor you. It's incredible. They will. It's then you know, in about 15 years, this will be the mainstream. Yes, Austin, you're probably listening. Yeah, Austin, yeah, people in Arizona. Get out. You did the time traveling shit with Q already. Now just time travel back a little bit further and kill. You're so washed, bro. Like he's just doing DJ sets in the desert with his little cult, and it's like, come on, man. Let's get in on this. Let's do it. It'll be a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, finally, uh, the angry guy who yelled at me on Twitter, uh, he posted, he, me- he actually messaged <laughs> the mailbag and he says, why does your worldview go mostly debunked? Uh, it doesn't because my worldview is based in facts and reality and has not been debunked. If you would like to debunk it, try. Come at me, bro. Let's do this. I try to just live in reality. I don't know. You know, sometimes, you know, I just try to analyze the situation as best as I can, personally. I'm not always right. I just kind of give my own opinion on things, mostly. Um, you know, sometimes things, you know, you do have to debunk because sometimes people are lying to you in this world. Um, and, yeah, so it's just like, if that's how you view it, maybe don't view it as hostility. Maybe you view it as a conversation that to be had. Um me not debunking your belief system, but maybe both of us just kind of talking about our beliefs on this situation and kind of working through it. Uh, yeah. And to that listener, I would ask, Hey man, why is your worldview does always debunked? You know, 
Yeah, you're debunking our worldview. Bro. How about that? Why are you debunking us? How about how about the classic conversation on two sides? Uno reverse card. Absolutely not. How about you, dude? Like, bring me some evidence. Bring me the Hillary face card video. Bring me, you know, fucking like here's Hunter Biden doing crack like on the Constitution. Yeah, lock him up. That's illegal. You brought me evidence. You did it. My opinion is he should be allowed to do that. Everybody should be allowed to do that because drugs are fun and it should not be criminalized. See, we can have conversations that lead into different conversations. Well, on the Constitution, it's a bit of a stretch. Don't think of it so much as I'm debunking you, you're debunking me. Just, you know, I'm going to be wrong about some things. You're going to be wrong about some things. Maybe you're going to be wrong about a lot of things. Maybe I'm going to be wrong about a lot of things. That's how the world works. And, you know, maybe don't be so fucking hostile all the time. Yeah, I don't know why Haley's being so so kids gloves with this this op who's like so, I'm just kidding who stuck I'm a question kidding. to our mailbag. Hey, buddy, fuck you, listener. How about fuck you? Yeah, oh, fuck you, I, listener. I, I I sincerely doubt this guy's listening. He just like DM'd me to yell at me, and you I know what? Oh, no, he's, he's well, listening. maybe someone else take the advice. He's I hope he's Fuck you, buddy. Fuck <laughs> you. Be careful. He might have a he might have a fetish for getting you humiliation. Know, he has got humiliation, humiliation fetish. fetish. Good. If, the, maybe the, that's the op. Then that's why he messaged you. Donate to our Patreon, surely. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Oh yeah. That that. We'll, we'll, yeah, I'm we'll, really into findom. You fuck. Yes. <laughs> we, were, we were just talking about those games earlier. <laughs> uh huh. Well, f- a full circle. Uh, all right. Uh, so. Yeah, so that brings us to our final question, which is always, what are you guys looking forward to? Uh, a calzone. <laughs> Probably. That's I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty hungry. I just want to eat some It's food. a pizza, but it's folded. Yeah, well, it, like, it, in my area, calzone is like two pizzas like put on top of each other. There's no folding about it. It's just like, hey, we, we decided that the, the bread part of the pizza was so good that we're going to run it back on the top. I had an answer for this and I literally, I literally was like, yes, I have an answer and I cannot for the fucking life of me think what it is now. The thing you so were give looking me a minute, for- Mike, go, you Let go, me- you're going to have a better answer. I don't, I oh, I, I don't know that I really am going to have a better answer because the Super Bowl is two weeks away. Uh, what I'm mostly looking forward to is that I finally like finished working. So now I have my weekend and I get to get to relax this and take it. I'm, I'm looking forward to a nice 6 PM nap today. I am going to just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I might wake up like 12 hours later. Cause I just been like having that tunnel vision where you're kind of tired all the time, but you're not like really, really tired. It's just kind of annoying. And I've been like, well, just power through it. Just, you know, I can do it. And I did it. And then I've made it to my weekend. And it's just one of those things where it's like, do you try to stay on your normal sleep cycle or do you just give up and like, be like, oh, Sandman, I owe you like, I don't know, like four or five hours. Let's do this. Let's, let, let, let me cash my sleep debt to you. And so um, just finally like resting up is like the, the big thing that I'm looking forward to most of all right now. So that'll be refreshing. And also uh, doing my note review of episode nine of Reiner's Terrible Podcast because it's the most lie-filled episode. So I, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be very exciting to like research all the shit that he said that I know is wrong. Now, Haley, remember your thing. I honestly don't remember, which is wild, because I did have something and it was like, you know, now I just have to do some vague answer. Like, I'm looking forward to um, all the good things that this year will bring which is probably not too much, but some things are good. Um, I'm looking forward to making French toast. 
Dude, that's such a baller to... answer. I think that's. The, I think I've never respected you more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I really like that. I, I'm looking forward to next week when you remember what you were looking forward to this week. I don't like, in two hours, you're going to remember. What you're going to tell me, and then like we're going to have like the cliffhanger. What was Haley looking forward to last week? Be great. Yeah, maybe it'll pass. Whatever it is I was looking forward to will have passed. I'll be like, oh, that was the thing I was totally looking forward to. Yeah. I think I'm just, just kind of accustomed to the fact that Haley just sort of lives in the moment. So when Haley gives us the honest <laughs> I so do. Like a fucking honest answer, just like, bro, I'm looking forward to French toast. I'm just like, that's that's exactly what I'm looking for in the answer. It's perfect. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. All right. So <laughs> on, that, on that very wholesome note, it is time for us to... I don't know. How do you get to a breakfast? Uh, it's time for us to sassily walk like ladies towards a brunch. Uh, our asses out of hell world for the week. So thank you listeners so much for listening and supporting the show. If you want to support the show more, harder, better, but still for free, you can give us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast from. Bingo, bango. Let them know that you like us. If you've got money and you want to give it to us, we will take it. Visit us at patreon.com slash poker politics, where your donation of $5 or more per month gets you access to our slate of bonus content. Uh, including all of our series on Q-related pop media and also uh, the ongoing series where Haley and Mike discuss uh, the wacky JFK assassination podcast, like Rob Reiner nonsense, insane stuff. Uh, check all that out uh, and join the Beautiful Babies for $5 a month. Uh, gets you all that stuff. Or you can just give us $2 a month if you just like what we're doing and you want to toss us a little tip. That's perfectly fine as well. Thank you so much to all of our Beautiful Babies who are already hanging out up in the crib. If you've got money and you don't want to give it to us, we totally understand. You can do some good with it in a variety of ways. One of the ways that we suggest a donation to love146.org, an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. Shout out, as always, to DJ Minimal Effort for our original intro song, accidentally remixed by Mike Rains, and to what you heard at the top of the show. Uh, shout out to our boy Frosty for all the voiceover work when we need it. You can find Frosty on Blue Sky now at FrostyVO. Uh, speaking of Blue Sky, I'm technically there at the Mysterious L. But don't expect anything but sass frass from me. I'm a spicy boy. I fucking hate that social media platform. It's the worst. Uh, you can find the show you're listening to on uh, Twitter at uh, Hellworld with a Q instead of an O. You can find Haley, our expert in all things Arizona crazy, uh, at a variety of social media platforms at Arizona Right Watch or AZRW. And of course, the show for Mike Reigns, our boy Poker and Politics, is of course at Poker and Politics. So. For another successful episode of the Adventures of Hellworld podcast, I've been one of your hosts, the Mysterious L, joined as always by our aforementioned expert in all things Arizona Crazy, Haley, aka Arizona Right Watch, and of course our expert in all things QAnon Crazy, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, Patriots! Yay! Yay! Yo, 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 yo! Yo! What up? Yo! 